the push to the playoffs starts now on all Andy Alfred. Your Toledo Walleye are headed into the Kelly Cup playoffs. And all Andy Alfred has you covered. From the divisional semifinals to the divisional finals to the conference final and hopefully to the Kelly Cup final, we've got you covered. Follow the show on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred. And on Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred for in-depth analysis as well as previews to the games ahead. It's our fish, our fight, the 2022 Kelly Cup playoffs right here on AllAndyAlfred. The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alfred Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms on the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning into the program tonight. You can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at All Andy Alfred. It is at All Andy Alfred. And Facebook.com slash all Andy Elford. What a crazy holiday weekend we had in sports. Especially when it comes to losing games. The Tigers fall in Kansas City, but you know, get two big wins, take two or three for the Royals. While the Guardians lay an egg for their home opening series against the Giants. And the Reds, a four-game sweep against the Los Angeles Dodgers. They get back into the swing of things tonight against the Padres. While the Mud Hens cannot get a win in Iowa. Hopefully home cooking will help the Hens out as they have a big series this week against St. Paul. California dreaming for the Jackets. They are now officially eliminated from the playoffs. And in my opinion, I think we've lost two players for the rest of the season. After all, we only have a few games left. While the Walleye are the Brabham Cup champions. We look to their playoff series ahead tonight on all Andy Alfred. He has risen. My friends, I hope you had a great Easter. I hope you have your candy and your jello beans ready because it's time for another edition of the program tonight. Guess who's back? All in the Alfred. And a shot at a goal. 24 runs in the span. I'm going to get shut out. hit to a home run. Go home, Jack. That's way back. Put some Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for all Andy Alfred. And with that, I say, ah, I love you guys. And welcome in to another edition of All Andy Alfred right here on your exclusive home for me. That is with the Anchor Network. And you are listening to me today on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Leaker, Stitcher, however you are listening, wherever and however you're listening. Thank you so, so much for tuning into the show tonight, wherever, however, 
and whenever. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listen, giving me your time and effort to listen into the show about what's happening in my life as well as what's happening in the sports world. You can always be a part of our show by following this show on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. So welcoming you into the show today on this, the 18th day of April 2022. And happy belated Passover and happy belated Easter. Yes, my friends, he has risen. So welcome into the program tonight. A lot to get into. Lots of recap for you guys here on tonight's edition of All Andy Alford. We're going to dive into what happened on the golf course this past weekend over in Hawaii for the LPGA, as well as what happened in Hilton Head in South Carolina for the RBC Heritage Classic, as well as diving into the dirt track that took place in Bristol, Tennessee yesterday evening on Easter Sunday. Also, we will dive into this upcoming playoff series for our Toledo Walleye as they have clinched the 2022 Brabham Cup. They are the regular season champions. This is not a good sign for for the walleye, and I'll say that here in why I say that here in just a little bit. Also, we'll hear the latest jackets jackets report as the jackets had big games this past weekend in California as they went California dreaming to get some points and finding out that they have been eliminated from the playoffs. We'll talk about that as well. Also, we will dive into an Andy Rance tonight that you won't want to miss, as well as. Some news and notes to pass along for this upcoming show. And by the way, got to make mention of this for you too. Welcome to season 13 of All Andy Offered. This is the 13th year we are doing the show. Uh, we ended season 12, of course, with the with uh, the MLB preview edition with Logan and, and Lucas. And we do the show from April to April. We take a break in somewhat between September and October between that time frame. So we could get reset and re- ready for the hockey season. Uh, but this year we're going to go straight through because with the Dana Open happening in, in the late August and on Labor Day weekend, as well as college football into the swing of things right at that same time, there is no breaks for all Andy Elford in the podcast. We will keep going. We are going to be through and through as this is season 13. This is the 13th year of me doing this podcast for you guys and it's truly a pleasure to give you guys the opportunity to listen to what I have to say in the sports world, as well as hearing your opinions on what is happening in the sports world as well. So it is truly a pleasure to have you guys for season 13 of All Andy Elford. And we're going to start first and foremost with what's happened on the diamond. And we're going to first and foremost start off with the Detroit Tigers. Injuries are starting to mount for the Tigers, and it's not good. It is not good. Baez is now out for – we don't know how long Baez is going to be out for a while. Uh, there's bright spots with this team, and it, it's good to see. Um, we are now, what, five hits away now from Miguel Cabrera hitting 3,000 hits. And in my opinion, I, I, I said at the beginning of the season, I will still stick with this, and I think it's going to happen pretty soon. I think once he gets to 3,000 hits, I think he's going to announce that he's going to retire because there's not much more to accomplish except for to get to the 600 home run plateau, but he's never going to get to that. I don't think so. He's he's getting up there in age. I think 
to get to 3,000 hits would be an accomplishment for him. And it would be a career, it would be a, I think that would be the ending career spot for Miguel Cabrera. Uh, I believe that, you know, he is just getting, he's just a bona fide DH. And thank God that he plays in the American League, because if he didn't play in the American League, he would not have gotten the numbers that he is, he has gotten so far. But it is um, good to see Cabrera hitting. And he, he hits in, in Kansas City very, very well. He does. He hits in very, very well in Kansas City. And that's where the Tigers were at this past weekend. Unfortunately, they were postponed yesterday. But let's, you know, let's dive back. Let's go back a little bit. When I last left you guys on the 11th of April, the Tigers coming off of a big 3-1 win over the Boston Red Sox. In Game 2 of the series against the Red Sox, the Red Sox getting the better of the Tigers in the afternoon affair as the Red Sox put up 5 runs on 9 hits, 1 error, while the Tigers put up 3 runs on 5 hits, 1 error, as the Tigers fall to the Red Sox 5-3. Whitlock gets the win for the Red Sox. He's now 1-0. With a 1.42 ERA, Lang the loss. He goes to 0-1 with a 7.71 ERA in the game. For the Tigers, it was Alexander starting. He went five and a third inning pitch. Five hits, three runs. All three were earned. No walks, four strikeouts, no home runs given up in the game. Like I said, large went in a third of an inning. One hit, two runs. Those two runs were earned, which cost the Tigers in the game with one walk. His ERA, a 7.71. Alexander's ERA, a 5. 0-6. For the Red Sox in the game, it was Rich Hill starting on the bump. He went four and a third innings pitch, five hits, three runs. All three were earned. One walk, four strikeouts. His ERA now a 6.23 ERA. Whitlock finishing it up, going four innings strong with no runs, no hits. One walk, two strikeouts in the game. His ERA a 1.42. Time of the game, two hours and 49 minutes. 15,781 in attendance at Coberica Park. On the 12th, which was last Tuesday, as they fall to the Boston Red Sox by a score of 5-3. to But the bats came out in Game 3, and the Tigers are trying to get back into the swing of things. Unfortunately, the Red Sox was right there with them. Three home runs hit in the game for the Tigers, as Jonathan Scope homering his first, Akil Badu getting a home run his first, and the rookie himself, Spencer Torkelson, getting his first professional MLB home run his first of the season Hernandez homering for Boston his first of the season as the Tigers put seven runs on 11 hits one error in the game however Boston puts nine runs on 12 hits no errors in the game they put six runs in the fourth inning which really much put the game away for the Tigers as the Boston Red Sox beat up on the Detroit Tigers by a score of 9-7. Avdaldi gets the win. He goes to 1-0 with a 4.50 ERA. Edwin Rodriguez gets the loss. He goes to 0-1 with a 5.87 ERA. Rolby's the save. His first of the season. For the Tigers in the outing, Rodriguez went 3-2 and thirds innings pitch, giving up 5 hits, 7 runs, 2 of which, however, were earned. 3 walks, 5 strikeouts. He gave up the 1 home run to Hernandez in the game. By the way, Soto went an inning pitch, 1 hit and one strikeout for the Tigers. For the Red Sox in the game, it was Avdaldi starting. He went five innings strong, four hits, two runs. All two were earned. One walk, six strikeouts. He gave up the home runs to Badu as well as to uh, to Jonathan Scope in the game. Torkelson's home run was given up by Davis. 
in the outing as Daldi is ERA a 4.50 ERA as the Tigers fall to the Boston Red Sox, losing 2-3 to the Red Sox in a game that took 3 hours and 51 minutes to play 10,522 in attendance at Comerica Park on Wednesday the 13th of April as the Tigers fall by a final score of 9-7. So the Tigers had no chance to take a break. They went into Kansas City that following Thursday the 14th to battle the Royals, and the Tigers getting the better of the Royals in the game by a score of 4-2. Tigers have four runs on nine hits, no errors in the game. Kansas City, two runs on seven hits, no errors in the game. Cabrera hitting the cover off the ball. He hit six hits from three strikeouts, and a, and it was Miggy was on fire in the game, having a great outing. Tigers had two runs in the second, two runs in the seventh. Kansas City had two runs in the fourth, and that was all that they had. They could muster as Jimenez gets the win. He goes to 1-0 with a 0 ERA. Brett's the loss. He goes to 0-2 with a 15.43 ERA. Soto gets his second save of the season. For the Tigers, like I said, Casey Mize went out and pitched. Five innings strong, six hits, two runs. Those two runs were earned, two walks, and two strikeouts. He comes out of the game with an injury. He has a sore, sore uh, shoulder shortness. So he is going to be out for, he was placed on the 10-day DL, so he is going to be out for a while. But Jimenez gets the win. He went an inning pitch, one hit, no runs, none earned, no strikeouts. His ERA, a zero ERA. Michael Fulmer, an inning pitch, one strikeout in his outing. For the Royals in the game, it was Zach Grinke on the bump. He went five of the thirds inning pitch, five hits, two runs. All two were earned, no one walk, and no strikeouts in the game. His ERA, a 2.45. ERA, Brett Zelossi went out two-thirds innings pitch, three hits, two runs. The two runs were earned one walk and two strikeouts in the game. And a game that took three hours and ten minutes to play, 9,595 in attendance at Kauffman Stadium as the Tigers getting a big 4-2 win over the Kansas City Royals. They continued the winning swell, swell on Friday night with a big 2-1 win over the Royals as it was two runs on three hits, one error for the Tigers, one run on five hits, no errors for the Kansas City Royals. As Barnes getting his win, he goes to 1-0 with a 0 ERA. Keller, the loss, he goes to 0-1 with a 1.38 ERA. It's Michael Fulmer gets the save, his first of the season. And the rookie, again, Spencer Torkelson, hitting a two-run bomb in the two-run bomb in the seventh inning to propel the Tigers to the big 2-1 win over the Kansas City Royals. In the game for the Tigers, it was Scooble going five and two-thirds innings pitch, four hits, one run. That run was not earned. One walk, seven strikeouts. His ERA a 3.72 ERA. Barnes with the win. He goes. To, he gets an inning on the third pitch, one strikeout. His ERA is a zero. Fulmer the save, one inning pitch, one strikeout. For the Royals, it was Keller on the bump. He went seven innings strong, three hits, two runs, two of which were earned, two walks, five strikeouts. He gave up the home run to Spencer Torkelson. He has ERA a 1.38 ERA. Time of the game, 2 hours and 18 minutes took to play. 16,720 in attendance at Kauffman Stadium. Baez, like I said, out for a while. We're looking at a 15-day, maybe possibly a 30-day DL for Javi Baez. That's not looking good for the Tigers. That was announced on Saturday, and the Tigers then fell to the Royals on Saturday by a score of 3-1. to one. Kansas City, three runs on eight hits, no errors in the game. Detroit, one run on four hits, no errors in the game. As Dozier homering his first of the season. As Schneider gets the win, 
He goes to 2-0 with a 0 ERA. Vest the loss. He goes to 0-1 with a 6 ERA. As is Stumont getting the save. His first of the season. Dozier going deep. And he helps and snaps the 7-game losing streak that the Royals were facing in the game. For the Tigers, it was Matt Manning only going 2 innings strong. With before then, after then, he was pulled for shoulder tightness. He is now out for a while. Five hits, one run. That run was earned. Zero walks, two strikeouts. His ERA, a 2.25 ERA. Hutchinson came in, pitched three innings, one hit, no runs, one walk, three strikeouts. ERA, a 2.57 ERA. But Vest gets the loss. He goes in, he went an innings pitch, one hit, two runs. That's two runs were earned, one walk. One strikeout, the one home run he gave up to Dozier, his ERA, a 6 ERA. For the Royals in the game, it was was Bubeck starting. He went four and a third inning pitch, uh, four and a third inning pitch, two hits, one run. That run was earned, six walks, four strikeouts, ERA, a 10.80 ERA. But Schneider gets the one he wanted, inning and two-thirds strong, one hit, no runs, none earned, one walk, no walks, one strikeout. In his outing, Stumont, an inning pitch with two strikeouts, no runs, none earned, no hits. His ERA, a 4.50 ERA. In a time that took three hours and two minutes to play, 19,022 in attendance at Kauffman Stadium. So the Tigers coming off, and they're holding pretty strong. I got to give, give the Tigers credit for this right now. That four and five, they're doing pretty well. But the test is now in front of them, especially with injuries. Now, the... Now Pineda has been brought up from the from the Mud Hens. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to be playing a role. I want to know how this is how Mize and Manning are doing right now because this is a key core pitching core that we need to have. Baez, we need to know how good the hand is going to be. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this team is going to shake out going forward. And this is a big test for them. This is a absolute huge test in front of them. As they are off tonight, they will now have six games at home. And they are against three teams that are going to be, two teams that are going to be playoff contenders and teams that are going to be cellar dwellers. The first series is the big one. This is the New York Yankees are in town for a huge three-game series at Comerica Park, which will start tomorrow night, 6.40 first pitch. Garrett Cole on the bump for the Yankees. He's has no of win record as of yet. His ERA a 5.59 ERA. He'll take on Alexander, who has no record as of yet. His ERA a 5.06. 6:40 start time on Bally Sports Detroit or on the Yes Network. On Wednesday, it will be Severino on the hill, 1-0 with a 2.25 ERA. He'll take on Edwin Rodriguez, who is 0-1 with a 5.87 ERA, 6.40 start time for that one. Bally Sports, and yes, the concluding game on Thursday, we'll see the Tigers have not yet named, A.J. Hinch has not yet named the starter for Thursday's outing, but it will be Jacob Montgomery on the bump for the Yankees. He's has no record of yet. Is ERA a 3.24 ERA. Bally Sports Detroit Yes Network as well as MLB Network will be covering the game 110 first pitch at Comerica Park. The Tigers then will have three games against the Colorado Rockies on the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th before a huge six-game road trip, which will see them play three games in Minnesota, the 26th, 27th, and 28th, 
Then they'll head out to the City of Angels to battle the Dodgers the 29th, 30th, and May 1st before a day off on the 2nd and a quick two-game homestand against the Pittsburgh Pirates before four games in Houston to start the month of May. So the Tigers, huge test in front of them going forward. Now let's take a look at the other team on the other side of the lake, and that is the Guardians. The Guardians coming off of a huge win on the 11th on Monday with a big 10-7 win over the Royals. They then headed in to Cincinnati to battle the, the Reds. And let's just say the Reds felt the power, felt the strong miss of Stephen Kwong. He continues to make history, and he spoiled the pageantry that is opening day in Cincinnati. As the, as the Reds fall to the Guardians by a score of 10-5, to as the Guardians put three runs in the first, one run in the fourth, and then six runs in the ninth inning for 10 runs on 11 hits, no errors in the game. Cincinnati, four runs in the sixth, one run in the ninth, Final score, five runs on five hits. As Stefan gets the win for the Guardians, he's 1-0 with a 0 ERA. Strickland, the loss, he goes to 0-1 with an 18 ERA. Jimenez homering for the Indians, his first. And Jose Ramirez getting his second bomb of the season. Tyler Naquin for the Reds, homering his first of the season. For the, We'll start first for the Guardians. It was Shane Bieber on the bump, five and a third inning pitch. Two hits, three runs, all three were earned. Three walks, five strikeouts. His ERA, a 2.70 ERA. Stefan gets the win, however. He went an inning pitch, one hit, no runs, none earned. His ERA, a zero ERA. For the Red Legs in the game, it was Malley starting. He went four innings pitch, five hits, four runs. All four were earned, two walks, and four strikeouts. In the game, Strickland gets the loss. He pitched a third of an inning, three hits, four runs, all of which were earned. No walks. He gave up the home run in the at-bat to Jimenez in the ninth inning. And then and then the, the key thing is Dulant comes in, pitches two-thirds of an inning, gives up one run on two hits. One hit, two runs, all two were earned. Two walks. He gave up the home run to Ramirez. Unbelievable. I'll get to the Reds here in just a second. But 43,036 in attendance in the game that took three hours and 30 minutes to play at Great American Ballpark on the 12th. We get to the 13th. And the Guardians again finding themselves a big 7-3 win over the Reds as it was a home run palooza as Owen Miller had two home runs in the game, his first and second of the season. Ramirez again his third of the season, Mercado, his third of the season. The Reds had Friley getting his first and Tyler Stevenson getting his second. The Guardians put two in the first, one in the third, two in the fourth, one in the fifth, and one in the eighth for a total of seven runs on 13 hits, no errors in the game. For the Red Legs, one run in the fifth and two runs in the eighth for three runs on seven hits, no errors in the game. As Morgan gets the win, he goes to 1-0 with a 1.80 ERA. Lodo gets the loss. He goes to 0-1 with 11.25 ERA. For the Guardians in the game, McKenzie started on the bump. He went four innings, pitched three hits, no runs. None earned six strikeouts. His ERA, a 2.57 ERA. Morgan, the win, he pitched three innings, pitched 
one hit, one run. That run was earned. No walks, four strikeouts. He gave up the one home run in the at-bat to Farley in the game. For the Red Lakes, Lolo starting for the Red Lakes. He went four innings, pitched seven hits, five runs. All five were earned. Three walks, four strikeouts. He gave up two home runs in his at-bat to Miller as well as to Ramirez in his outing. His ERA, 11.25 ERA. Buck Farmer pitching, two innings pitch, four hits, one run. That run was earned on a home run he gave up to Owen Miller in that outing. His ERA, a 3 ERA. Time of the game, by the way, for the game, three hours and seven minutes with a 43-minute rain delay, 10,976 in attendance at Great America Ballpark. So the, then the Guardians had the day off on Thursday. They then welcomed in the San Francisco Giants on opening night or opening day for the Guardians at Progressive Field. And let's just say Tom Hanks and Wilson could not help the Guardians in the outing. As Radon, a great outing, his last starting on Jackie Robinson Day was a gem of an outing for him. He gets the win. He's 1-0 with a 1.50 ERA. Please sack the loss. He goes to 0-1 with a 1.64 ERA. As the Giants put one run in the second, one run in the sixth, and two runs in the eighth for four runs on eight hits in the game. For the Indians, only one run in the seventh inning. They have one run on three hits and one error in the game. San Francisco went yard three times in the game. Brandon Crawford, his first. Peterson, his second, and Bart, his second as well. For the Guardians, it was Plesak going five in the third innings, pitched seven hits, two runs. Those two runs were earned. One walk, four strikeouts, two home runs he gave up in his outing. The Crawford home run as well as the Peterson, Penderson home run as well. Uh, his ERA, a 1.64 in the outing. For the Giants in the game, Radon getting the win. He puts seven innings strong, two hits, one run. That run was earned. Two walks, nine strikeouts. His ERA, a 1.50 ERA. Duvall, the save. He get innings pitch, one hit, and one strikeout. Time of the game. What's well, two hours and 56 minutes? 33,469 in attendance at Progressive Field. So the Guardians fall in game one of the series. They fall game two of the series. And uh, my friend Lucas Sigerson. Our friend from last show was in attendance for this game, and he said it was a good-sized crowd on hand. Uh, he was sitting out in right field, a little chilly in that game. I can understand that, but it was all Giants in this one as they put two runs in the fifth and two runs in the eighth for four runs on five hits, no errors in the game for Cleveland. One run in the first, one run in the fifth, and that's all Cleveland could offer with two runs on eight hits no errors in the game as the Guardians fall to the Giants and they lose this series 4-2. Leon, the win, he goes to 1-0 with a 2.70 ERA. Sandin, the loss, he goes to 0-1 with an 8.31 ERA. McGee, the save, his first of the season. For the Guardians, it was Quintel on the bump that started the game. He went 4-2 and two thirds innings pitch, 2 hits, 2 runs, all of which were earned. 3 walks and 2 strikeouts, his ERA a 3.72. Salen going an inning strong, two hits on two runs, all of which were earned, one walk and one strikeout. ERA a 8.31 in the game. For the Giants, it was D. Scrafani starting. 
four and two thirds innings pitch, five hits, two runs. Those two runs were earned. No walks and four strikeouts. His ERA a 4.32 ERA. Leon gets the win. He goes an inning pitch, one strikeout. ERA a 2.70 ERA. McGee the save an inning pitch, one hit, one walk, and one strikeout. ERA a 3.38 in the game. Time of the game. Three hours and 19 minutes, 13,187 in attendance in the game. No home runs hit in the game on Saturday. The concluding game on Sunday, it was a shellacking at Progressive Field as the Giants sweep the Guardians with an 8-1 win on Sunday and outscored the Guardians in the three games by a score of 16-4. to Terrible. Estrada, his second of the season, belt his third of the season for the Giants. As the Giants had two runs in the second, two runs in the fourth, two runs in the sixth, and two runs in the seventh for eight runs on 11 hits, no errors. Cleveland, one run in the seventh on one run on six hits and one error. As Wood gets the win, he goes to 1-0 with a 1.93 ERA. Cervelli the loss, he goes to 0-1. With a 6.14 ERA for the Guardians, Cervelli, four innings pitch, four hits, four runs, three of which were earned, one walk, five strikeouts. He did give up one home run, ERA a 6.14 in his outing. i got to say this, Morgan had a good outing, three hits, two runs on two, two of which were earned, one strikeout, ERA a 4.50 ERA. For the Giants in the game, it was Wood. He went five innings pitch, four hits, no runs. Two walks, five strikeouts, his ERA a 1.93 in front of only 9,620 at Progressive Field on Easter Sunday. Two hours and 57 minutes took to play the game on Sunday afternoon. So the Guardians fall and sweep. The Guardians are right now, two, three, four, four, and two, three, four, five. Four and five right now. The Guardians were scheduled to play the Pale Holes of the South Siders, the Chicago White Sox, this afternoon at Progressive Field. However, that game has been postponed because it is snowing. Yes, that's right. I said that right. It is snowing at in Northwest Ohio and in Northeast Ohio. So it has been snowing. It has been snowing the Dickens out, and it has rained, and it's been snowing all day. The game was postponed. They will make up that game in July, on July 12th. And it was scheduled to be today Bieber on the bump uh, versus Keuchel. That has been now moved. There will be Tomorrow's outing will be Bieber on the bump. 0-0 with a 2.70 ERA. He'll take on Lambert, who's 0-1 with a 6 ERA, 6-10 start time. Bally Sports Great Lakes or NBC Sports Chicago. Then on Wednesday, they'll play the White Sox. They'll be ceased on the bump, 2-0 with a 1.69 ERA. He'll take on McKenzie, who's 0-1 with a 2.57 ERA, 6-10 start time for that one. The concluding game on Thursday, 1-10 start time. That game, you can either watch it on an MLB Network or on Bally Sports Great Lakes or NBC Chicago. It'll be Plesek on the bump, 1-0-1 with a 1.64 ERA. He'll take, uh, so excuse me, it will be Keiko on Tuesday. 
Cease on uh, Keiko on on Tuesday, Lambert on Wednesday, Cease on Thursday. Cease two and zero with a one point six nine ERA. So one ten start time for that one at Progressive Field. Then they head to the Bronx for three big games: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Before they go on, this is a long road trip for the for the Guardians. Three games in New York. Four games in Los Angeles, the Battle of the Angels, and then three games in Oakland before they return back on the 3rd and 4th of May to Battle of the Padres, and then four games against the Toronto Blue Jays. So that is the schedule ahead for the Guardians. Now let's get to what's happening in baseball town in the Queen City in Cincinnati. Okay. And you know what? We're going to talk about the Reds here after this. Let me get into this red situation, okay? Um, I am, I am frustrated as Red Lake Alfred. I am frustrated with the lack that we've had. We've had bright spots in this this team so far this season. You know, taking the split in Atlanta, I was perfectly fine with, but then losing. Two consecutive being outscored 17 to 8 in the game against the Guardians. I figured we could use some momentum against going into this big series with four games in Chavez Ravine in Los Angeles against the Dodgers and three games going forward coming up here against the Padres. We go to Thursday. And we'll start with Thursday for the Reds. The Reds get some runs, but the Dodgers were all over the Reds in the game. All over the games, Reds in the game. As the Dodgers had three runs in the first, and then six runs in the eighth. As Freddie Freeman finally snaps out of his funk, Gets a ground rule double. Gets him back into the swing of things. The Dodgers, nine runs on 14 hits. The Reds, two runs in the sixth. One run in the seventh for three runs on six hits. No errors. Dodgers beat the Reds, nine to three. Tarion gets the win. He goes to 1-1 one one with a 3 ERA. Wilson, the loss. He goes to 0-1 with a 3.86 ERA. Asiel Aquino getting his first home run of the game for the Reds. Drury, his second. Smith homering for the Dodgers. His first of the season for the Dodgers. It was Walker Bueller on the bump. Bueller, 5 and 2 thirds in his pitch. 5 hits, 2 runs, 2 earned, 3 walks, 4 strikeouts, 1 home run. He gave up to, uh, to Asiel Aquino in the 6th inning. Uh, Price, blown save. He won an inning on the third pitch. One hit, one run. That run was earned. One walk, one strikeout. 5.40 ERA. Batian gets the win. He goes to 1-1 one one with a 3 ERA as he pitched an inning pitch. One strikeout in his last outing. So he gets the win for the Reds. It was Cesar starting. He won an inning pitch. Five hits, three runs. Three earned, no walks, no strikeouts. ERA is 7.36 ERA as Wilson gets the loss. He pitched two-thirds of an inning pitch. 
one hit that one runs earned no walks two strikeouts era a 3.86 in the game 52,995 in attendance three hours 10 minutes took to play at dodger stadium in shivas ravine game two of the series saw the game on emma on uh Apple TV celebrating the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and the Reds were honored to play for the Jackie Robinson game. Robinson with the Dodgers, formerly with the Brooklyn Dodgers. The Dodgers were there. They took in the information, took in everything from the day from Jackie Robinson Day. It was a good outing. Anderson was the starting pitcher. In the outing for the Dodgers, oh my, Golson started. He went four innings, pitched three hits, none run, no runs, three walks, two strikeouts, ERA a 1.29 ERA, but Anderson gets the win as the Dodgers beat up on the Reds by a score of 3-1, three to run, three to one, one run in the second, one run in the third, and one run in the fifth. The Reds had one run in the sixth inning for one run on five hits, uh, and the Reds fell to the Dodgers by a score of 3-1. to one. Like I said, Anderson win two hits on one run. That run was earned four strikeouts. ERA a 2.25 ERA. Craig Kimball the save. He pitched an inning. He got no runs, no strikeouts, no walks. ERA a 4.50 in the game. For the Reds, it was Gutierrez going four innings strong. Five hits, three runs. All three were earned. Three walks, three strikeouts. ERA a 5.40 ERA. Hendricks, an in, Hendricks, one inning pitch, one hit, no runs, one walk, one strikeout, ERA, a 9 ERA in his outing as no home runs were hit in the game. Time of the game, 3 hours and 15 minutes, 51,891 in attendance at Dodger Stadium. On Saturday, it just kept on going. We're just going to keep going because it's bad. We're just going to keep going. And what what do you expect? The, the you know ownership it, it's the same as what all right I'm going to get into it right now this team the only key big bat to this team this year is Joey Votto I'm going to say it flat out right now I'm done I'm done I'm done with holding my tongue I'm done with this they need to sell the team to ownership that actually wants to spend money. This is like the Lions in baseball form. Nobody, nobody, nobody the Reds want to sell. They don't want to buy. We want winning baseball. Do you expect Joey Votto to stay with this team next season? With this season being a contract year. Do you expect Joey to be with us? With the amount of talent that we have. Mike Moustakas, who's on his last leg. Asiel Aquino, who can't even hit who can't even hit a curveball. Reminds me so much of, of, of the guy from Major League. I, I, I just I just don't understand. Pitching is just terrible. I mean, we are we are facing a precedent that I have never seen with this organization. Ownership that doesn't want to 
pay the players and buy and, and invest in this team. And it's proving it in this series against the Dodgers. Two runs, and they only were in the ninth inning. We were being out hit in the game. Twofold. Four runs in the sixth inning. The only bright spot in the pitching rotation is Hunter Green because he's a but he's a rookie. I love India. I love India. I love I I I I love Vado. I love Moose. But I just gotta say it. Uh, after that, who's out there? Farm sucks. Fam sucks. I'm gonna say that. Going into last night's game, yesterday afternoon's game, he was 0 for 19. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, it's just, it can't be this bad. Are they trying to sell David Bell up the river? Up the Ohio River? Is it this bad? It has to be this bad. Two runs in the ninth inning. Two runs on four hits. The Dodgers, four runs in the sixth, one run in the seventh, five runs on eight hits as the Dodgers beat the Reds 5-2. Phillips the win. He goes to 1-0 with a 4.15 ERA. Green gets his first loss. He's 1-1 with a 4.35 ERA. Hudson to save his first. Turner homering his first of the season. Trey Turner, by the way. Not just. Off of green, Urella started. He went five innings pitch, one hit, no runs, one walk, five strikeouts, ERA at 3.86. But Wilson, Phillips, one inning pitch, one strikeout, ERA of 4.15. Hudson to save, two-thirds of an innings pitch, one strikeout. Hunter Green, a great outing. In inning, five and a third inning pitch, five hits, three runs, two earned, six strikeouts, one home run, ERA of 4.35. But you need to give him some offense to win games. They do. I, I just don't get it. Why the ownership doesn't want to buy anything. I'm just sick and tired of it. In a COVID year, we were in the playoffs. We had top-tier guys. We had Trevor Bauer. We had Sonny Gray. We had all these great pitchers, and we didn't do shit with them. Two hours, 53 minutes took to play the game. 51,059 in attendance at Shavats Ravine. I'm just tossing this baseball around because I got to... If we need, this team needs to get sold. Because ownership, ever since the comment on opening day, they haven't won ever since. And how would you like to play for an owner that basically says that I'm not going to spend money and help this organization out? Plain and simple. The fan base hates him. I hate him. I hate him with a strong passion. They say, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? I'll tell you where I'm going to go. I'll watch more Tiger games. I'll watch the Guardians. 
I'll watch the Phillies. I'll watch the Yankees. I'll watch Boston. I'll watch whoever else is out there. If I want to see the Reds, I will go to I'll go to Cleveland to watch them. I'm not going to invest my money into the Reds in the in, in, in especially Great American Ballpark. I'll turn my money over to the Dolans. Who are who are another bunch of people that don't want to spend money. But luckily, they want to keep players for long-term deals. Whereas this guy is an absolute putz. A cheapskate. He puts Marge Scott out of business of how bad this 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 franchise wants him out. That says a lot. The concluding game in the series did not go in favor of the Reds. The Reds were swept for the first time in a four-game series at Dodger Stadium since 1975. That tells you something. As the Dodgers put seven runs in the fourth inning, two runs in the eighth, for nine runs on ten hits. The Reds had one run. That run was in the eighth as Healy was dealing a gem of a ball game. He gets the win. He goes to 1-0 with a 0 ERA. Malley the loss. He goes to 1-1 with a 5.68 ERA. He, Hadley was dealing six innings, one hit, no runs, three walks, 11 strikeouts in the game. For the Reds, Malley, three and two-thirds innings pitched, seven hits, seven runs. All seven were earned, two walks, Five strikeouts, ERA, 5.68. Aquino, Votto, three straight strikeouts. Average, I got to look this up really quickly. By the way, time of the game, three hours, two minutes, 41,167 in attendance. The game. All right, I got to look this up really quickly. So the... the the Reds will play three straight games against the Padres, and it's big. These are huge games because the Reds are needing it. They 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 need it. They need to win. They need to win. I want to look at this really quickly. I want to look at this. pull this up really quickly. I do apologize. Averages right now. Farmer 303, Naquin 273, Stevenson 259. Mike Moustakas is in hitting his weight. He's batting a 129. Joey Votto 118. Fam, get rid of him. Point three eight. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Stevenson's leading in RBIs at six. Farmer five. 
Naquin, five. Drury, four. Farley, three. Aquino, two. India, two. It, 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 it's just terrible. This team is absolutely terrible. So they have three games with the Padres. The Reds are two and eight. Padres are six and five. Lodotos getting the start tonight. He's 0-1 with 11.25 ERA. Mesa will start for the Padres. Edessa, 1-1 with a 1.38 ERA. Sam Martin will start on Tuesday, by the way, 9.40 start time for that one. Tuesday, Musgrove for the Padres, 1-0 with a 1.142 ERA. He gets to start for the Padres. It'll be San Martin for the Reds tomorrow at 9.40, only one with a 6.14 ERA. Wednesday, including game, 4.10 start time. Gutierrez, 0-2 with a 5.40 ERA. Gore for the Padres. He was 0-0 with a 3.38 ERA. The Reds then will be off on the 21st, and they'll have a three-game series with the Cardinals, a day off on the 25th, and then three games against San Diego, three games in Colorado, three games in Milwaukee, and then four games against the Pirates for the first weekend in May. So there's that. Let's take a look at some news and notes around Major League Baseball going into it today going into today uh the players of the week this week are jose ramirez and outfielder for jose ramirez third baseman for the guardians and sensei suzuki for the cubs are the players of the week on month were announced on monday uh The Giants and Mets were postponed today. Besides the Guardians and the White Sox were postponed today. Uh, and Trout is out. Mike Trout is out day to day after getting hit by a pitch in the left hand. He's out day to day right now. Uh Injuries around Major League Baseball right now. Ronald Cunha Jr. is out with the Braves right now. He's uh, he's expected to make a rehab assignment on Tuesday with Gwinnett. Uh, Hinju Ryu for the Blue Jays is out on the 10-day DL with left forearm inflammation. Byron Bexton and Sonny Gray for the Twins are out right now. Gray's on a 10-day injury reserve list with a low-grade hamstring strain. Uh, like I said, uh, John Meads and Adeline Rossman for the Orioles is out. Meads has been moved to a 60-day DL on Sunday due to a left elbow sprain. Uh, Blake Snell, Will Myers, and Mike Clevenger for the Padres are all out. Myers with a sore throne will be out of the starting lineup from the 15th to the 17th. Uh, but he will, team is optimistic he'll start the series tonight against the, against the Reds. Snell is expected to throw a bullpen session on Tuesday, his first sustaining the injury, and Clevenger will make his second rehab start on Tuesday for El Paso 
on that one. Baez, like I said, Baez, Mize, and Manning are out. Uh, Baez was placed on the 10-day DL, retroactive to the 13th with a right thumb soreness. Uh, Mize, 10-day DL with a left shoulder strain. Tigers have recalled Daz Cameron from the Mud Hens. And Matt Manning exited his start on Saturday. Right shoulder discomfort. For the White Sox is Johan Mankata, A.J. Pollock, and Joe Kelly are all out for injury. Mankata uh, has been on the DL since April 4th and still feeling pain when swinging, doing defensive work, and running. Manager Tony Larusa said on Saturday, Pollock is up to 80 to 85% healthy. Could make a rehab start in, in Charlotte. And Kelly is working his way back from nerve issues in his right bicep as well. Um, other one... Like I said, India has been sidelined with right hamstring tightness for the Reds since leaving the Thursday's game against the Dodgers at the fifth inning. Prior to Sunday's game, India said he felt great, and manager David Bell says the team has still had, hadn't made a decision on placing India on the IL. Senzel uh, had an illness. He was out. Uh, Sims with back spasms. He's out for a while as well. Uh, so there is the injury update. I'm not going to give you a standing update because we are only like a few weeks into the season. Uh, games of note to pass along. Cubs are in at home at Wrigley to battle the Rays today. Uh, the Pirates are playing the Brewers tonight. Angels are in Houston to battle the Astros. Uh, Phillies are in, in Colorado to battle the Rockies. Oakland is in at home against the, uh, against the Orioles. Dodgers hosting the Braves. That's a big series. One game as a final on Patriots Day today. The Twins, a big 8-3 win over the Boston Red Sox. Games that have been postponed besides the Guardians and White Sox. Diamondbacks and Nationals. Mets hosting the Giants, like I mentioned before. Uh, games, other games of note for this week, besides Yankees and Yankees and Tigers. Other games to make it. Cardinals are in Miami to battle the Marlins. Blue Jays are in Boston to battle the Red Sox. You have the Twins in Kansas City to battle the Royals. Texas is in Seattle to battle the Mariners. So that is all that's happening around Major League Baseball. As you're listening to All Andy Elford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening, thank you for tuning into the show. And now let's talk a little minor league baseball. Let's talk some Mud Hen baseball. So the Mud Hens were in action this past weekend as they headed into Des Moines to battle the Iowa Cubs in a big six-game series this past week. They started off on Tuesday the 12th against Iowa, and the Iowa Cubs getting the better of the Mud Hens 8-5 in the game. As Mendez gets the win, he goes to 1-0 for the for the uh, for the Cubs, he pitched three innings strong, three hits, one run. That run was earned. His ERA a three point six ERA. Michael Pineda started for the Mudheads before getting the call up to the Tigers. He pitched three and a third innings pitch, six hits, four runs. All four were earned. Two walks, three strikeouts. His ERA a five point six eight ERA. As Jacob Robson homering his second of the season. Uh, Dewey's homering for the Cubs his first of the season. Time of the game, 2 hours and 36 minutes, 4,503 in attendance in Des Moines for the game as the Mudhens had 5 runs on 7 hits and Iowa had 8 runs on 12 hits 
No errors for either team on the 12th. They played the Cubs again on the 13th and fell again to the Cubs by a final score of of 3-2. That's interesting, too. I just found out that Indianapolis threw a no-hitter over St. Paul on the 13th. So Indianapolis, congratulations, first no-hitter this season in the International League. So good job for them. As Zurich gets the win for the Iowa Cubs, he goes to 1-0. Carlton, the loss, he goes to 1-1. As Toledo had two runs on three hits, no errors. Iowa, three runs on seven hits, one error in the game as they scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat the Mudhens by a score of 3-2. Home runs for Lopez, his first of the season for the Cubs. No home runs hit in the game. It was Anderson for the Mudhens starting him at four innings pitch. One hit, no runs, none earned, five strikeouts, ERA a 4.50 ERA. Samson for Iowa, he went four innings pitch, one hit, one run, none earned. He had one strikeout, ERA a six ERA, but Urich gets the winning inning. One hit, one run, that run was earned, two walks, one home run. Carlton the loss, he pitched an inning in the ninth inning. And three hits on three runs, all earned, one walk. ERA a 5.97 ERA. So the Mudhens fall in the ninth inning over Iowa by a score of 3-2. to two. The Mudhens did bounce back with a big win on Thursday, the 14th, as they beat up on the Iowa Cubs by a score of 8-6. to six. As Toledo... Getting the win, they score eight runs on ten hits, one error. Iowa, six runs on seven hits, one error. All led by LaVarnway homering his first of the season. Westbrook homering his first of the season. For the Mudhens, for the the Cubs, it was Higgins his first, Jordan his second, and Crook, uh, Crook his first of the season. As Toledo had eight runs on ten hits, one error. Iowa, six runs on seven hits, two errors. In the game, as Logan Shore gets the win, he goes to 1-1. One one. Leaper, the loss, he goes to 0-2. And, and DeCruz, the save, his first of the season. And then, so the Mudhens did get a win out of that series. Did not get swept out. However, Iowa gets does get the better of Toledo in the fifth game on the Friday night with a 5-1 win over the Mudhens. Iowa getting a big win as they scored five runs in the game. Five runs on here we go. Five runs on four hits, one error. Toledo one run on five hits, no errors in the game. As Swarmer gets the win, he goes to one and zero. Diaz the loss, he goes to zero and one. Young homering for the Cubs, his third of the season. Two hours thirty six minutes, three thousand five seventeen in attendance. Swarmer four innings pitch, two hits. Three walks, five strikeouts, zero ERA. Uh, Diaz, the loss, he pitched only a third of an inning. One hit, four runs, all four were earned. Three walks, no strikeouts, no home runs given up. ERA 11.25 in the game. Saturday's game was the concluding game of the series because Sunday they were washed out on the 16th as Toledo getting the win in Iowa City. 
over the Iowa Cubs by a score of 3-2 to two in extra innings as they were walked off in the bottom of the 10th inning as Toledo falls to 3-8. and eight. Iowa, with their wins, are now 6-5, and five, one game above 500 in the standings. And with the standings, uh, Toledo had two runs on eight hits, no errors. Iowa, three runs on 11 hits, two errors in the game on Saturday. As no home runs hit in the game. Yerman, the win, he goes to 1-0. Carlton, the loss, he goes to 1-2. Was Rodriguez starting him at five innings pitch, five hits, one run. That run was earned, two walks, three strikeouts in his outing. Uh, ERA of a point six three. Uh, Damali starting four and two-thirds innings pitch, six hits, two runs, all earned, two walks, two strikeouts. ERA of a solid six with 2.89 ERA. Carlton ERA 5.40 in the game. So the Mudhens fall to the Iowa Cubs by a score of 3-2 to two and lose the series 4-1. to one. So the Mudhens fall on that one. They now return back to fifth third field this week for six big games against the St. Paul States, and this is a really big game. These are big games going forward for the Mudhens because this is a divisional opponent that the Mudhens need to get wins against to build and win the division outright. I know you, they struggle early on in the, at the gate, so hopefully they can honestly bounce back from this one, these games going forward. Uh, so Toledo will have St. Paul tomorrow night. First pitch is 6.35 for that one. And by the way, the game Sunday against Iowa is postponed. They're going to make that game up at 5th or field on August 3rd when Iowa comes to town. Toledo will play St. Paul all this week. 6.35 start times Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. A 7.05 first pitch on Friday. 5.05 on Saturday. And a 2.05 first pitch on Sunday before they head out to Iowa for six straight games. The 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, and 1st of May. So that for you. And then they return back home on May 3rd through the 8th against the Worcester Red Sox. So big games. But this is a big series for the Mudhens going forward as there will be the Mudhens taking on St. Paul this upcoming week as you're listening to all Andy Elford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Bleaker, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and however you're listening. Thank you for tuning in, and now let's dive and hit the ice. Let's talk some Jackets hockey. The Jackets eliminated from the playoffs, but they're California dreaming in this latest edition of the Jackets Report. <laughs> 